it will feed upon the thoughts which reach it as a result of your neglect. So if you are not actively choosing what to impress into your subconscious, it will act upon whatever is there. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, this next section is moving into the esoteric even more. Hill says, there is plenty of evidence to support the belief that the subconscious mind is the connecting link between the finite mind of man and infinite intelligence. So your conscious mind is the finite mind of man. It's powerful. It's extraordinary. It does amazing things. But this is the finite mind of man. And then there is infinite intelligence. This is the one mind, the all-knowing energy that is. It is infinitely intelligent. And it's, it is a thinking substance, if you will, a thinking energy. And Hill is saying it is the intermediary, the subconscious mind is the intermediary through which one may draw upon the forces of infinite intelligence at will. It alone contains the secret process by which mental impulses, so thoughts, are modified and changed into their spiritual equivalent, connected to the one mind, that all the energy that is. It alone is the medium through which prayer may be transmitted to the source capable of answering prayer. Pretty powerful, right? Now you've heard of divine downloads. That is connecting to infinite intelligence, being open to receive and having uh, an answer come to you, an idea come to you. That is a divine download. But many people don't realize that it, it works both ways. You are constantly sending messages to infinite intelligence, all the energy that is, the universe, God, spirit, source, whatever you want to call that energy. And you are constantly connecting to it through your subconscious. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that fascinating? Hill goes on to say, the possibilities of creative effort connected with the subconscious mind are stupendous and imponderable. They inspire one with awe. And you can, you, you can well imagine why. You can connect to all the power that is through your subconscious. Fascinating, right? So wouldn't you like to be someone who could send a conscious directive to your subconscious so that your subconscious connects to all the energy that is the one mind, the infinite intelligence of this universe and sends a message outward, transmits a message that is accurate to what you consciously desire, not what you consciously don't desire, but may be in your subconscious because 
of past conditioning, past experiences, uh, all the, the things that you've received from your environment. So with that, think about how much conscious control you have right now. Are you sending what you clearly want to your subconscious? Or are you sending a bunch of mixed messages? And I will tell you that most people are sending mixed messages. So maybe a better question here would be, think about how you might be sending a mixed message to your subconscious, where you, where you have a double bind, where you're saying consciously you want one thing, but subconsciously mm -mm, you don't want that. Or you're sending two different messages consciously. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started here. Hill says, remember your subconscious mind functions voluntarily, whether you make any effort to influence it or not. It's, it's working in this fashion that he is describing, whether you do anything consciously or not. It is just, it, 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 it is by its nature doing its job. And he says, the subconscious mind will not remain idle. If you fail to plant desires in your subconscious mind, it will feed upon the thoughts which reach it as a result of your neglect. So if you are not actively choosing what to impress into your subconscious, it will act upon whatever is there and, and whatever you allow in without consciously choosing. So again, you know, what are you allowing in from the media? What are you allowing in from your friends and family? What are you allowing in from your work colleagues, from your business colleagues? What are you allowing in from the news? What are you allowing in from your just constant thinking in your mind about the, the, the day and, and your interpretation of it? Are you consciously choosing your thoughts or are you just allowing them to run rampant, if you will? And your subconscious mind is going to latch onto those whether you like it or not, okay? So you need to start consciously choosing your thoughts. Your greatest power is your power to choose. And it's consciously choosing your thoughts and consciously choosing what you're allowing into your environment. That's why it's so important to be in a, a growth environment, an environment where people are learning and growing. This is why we create a mastermind. And if you're interested in that, definitely book a consult. But this is why we want to put you and you want to choose to put yourself into an environment where people are going for growth and understand this methodology and are executing at the highest level so that you are surrounded by that, not by people who are in constant worry down and fear or are going on autopilot, all of that. Now, this doesn't mean that if you're in uh, one of my coaching programs, you're never allowed to have any worry down and fear. Of course, you're human. And you're going to want to learn to hold yourself to a higher standard around that. That's one of the things that I teach. So you, you want to think about what are, what is reaching your subconscious as a result of your neglect. Okay. 
So think about that for today. What is just coming in because you're letting it in? What is the chit chat? In, like, let's be more specific today. What is the chit chat in your mind this morning, right now? Are you thinking, oh my God, it's never going to work out? Or are you thinking, uh, you know, this is so great. Such and such happened and it's fabulous. What side of the the river are you on? If you've been following this, Hill has talked about this river that brings you to riches. On one side of the river, you're flowing towards riches. And on the other side, you're flowing towards poverty and scarcity. And it's all dependent on your thinking and whether you are allowing the positive or the negative thoughts in. Here again, he goes on to say, I'm just going to add this to today's um, recording. You are now engaged in trying to help shut off the flow of negative impulses and to aid in voluntarily in influencing your subconscious mind through positive impulses of desire. Can you choose that today? Can you choose the positive and let go of the negative? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So Hill goes on here to give a somewhat of a summary of how the creative process works. So let's read this, this section. Everything which man creates begins in the form of a thought impulse. Man can create nothing which he does not first conceive in thought. Think about that. You must have a thought about something before you create it. Starts as a thought, starts as an idea. Through the aid of the imagination, thought impulses may be assembled into plans. So he's saying here, oh, you can have various thoughts and you can pull them together into a plan and you do that in your imagination first. You're thinking about it, you're imagining it happening. You're imagining it coming together. The imagination when under control may be used for the creation of plans or purposes that lead to success in one's chosen occupation. So just a little heads up here, guys, instead of waiting for someone else to show you the way and give you the plan, why not start creating a plan in your imagination based on your goal or your desire. You have that capacity. Now, it always helps to work with someone who understands how to flesh out a really powerful plan because sometimes you're limited in the scope of your experience and you're limited in the scope of your uh, ability to see possibilities for yourself because you have a limited view of the world based on your programming, your subconscious programming, your self image, who you see yourself as. So sometimes it's very helpful to work with someone else. I'm not denying that many clients come to me for that specific reason. And yet you can on your own also start the creative en engine on this by thinking, here's what I want. Here's my goal. How could I make that happen? and start imagining the plans required to execute on that. These are not either or things. What's most powerful if you, is if you do both. So for today, 
Think about this. Think about what you really want and start imagining what would you need to do to execute on that? What would need to happen? Start imagining what the steps are. You have this ability. It's your God-given nature of being a human being. You have imagination and it's one of your six mental faculties. Use it. Use it today. If you're facing a challenge, sit down and think, how would I solve that? Use your imagination to get to the answer. A quick heads up. If you're loving this material, you can access the full success and wealth consciousness program we have to help you achieve your big financial goals and life dreams for free at theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. You will have access to daily trainings and mindset practices to help you stay focused, clear, and in action. So go get it at theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Hill goes on to say in this chapter on the subconscious mind that the subconscious mind is more susceptible to influence by impulses of thought mixed with feeling or emotion than by those originally or originating solely in the reasoning portion of the mind. So if you want something to be made manifest, you must get emotionally involved with it. You must. If you just go, oh, I would like a hundred thousand dollars and you don't really care about it. You don't want it passionately. You think it would be nice, but you don't really, eh, you're kind of pushing it away. And maybe you're pushing it away because you don't want to disappoint yourself or you don't, you don't want to uh, set an expectation that you don't know if that you can achieve. There's all sorts of reasons why you would do that. But if you really want something, you need to fall in love with it. You need to get emotionally involved with it because that is what the subconscious mind is going to latch onto. In fact, there is much evidence to support the theory that only emotionalized thoughts have any action influence upon the subconscious mind. It is a well-known fact that emotion or feeling rules the majority of people. If it is true that the subconscious mind responds more quickly to and is influenced more readily by thought impulses which are well mixed with emotion, it is essential to become familiar with the more important of the emotions. There are seven major positive emotions and seven major negative emotions. The negatives voluntarily inject themselves into the thought impulses, which ensure passage into the subconscious mind. So they, it happens automatically is what he's saying there. It's just boom, there it is. It goes right into your subconscious. The positives must be injected through the principle of auto-suggestion into the thought impulses, which an individual wishes to pass onto the subconscious mind. And he again refers to the chapter on auto-suggestion. And we went through that in great detail in the past. So check that out in past um, episodes of this Morning Mindset Club. It wouldn't 
uh, wouldn't hurt to go back and re-listen to that. I think that would be a really great idea. So for today, I want you to think, are you mostly on the negative emotion side or are you mostly on the positive emotion side? For me, when I first started this process, I was like, oh, well, I have a can-do attitude. I'm mostly on the positive side. And yet, when I really started to pay attention to my thinking, there was a lot of complaining going on in my head. There was a lot of grumbling. There was a lot of justifying. There was a lot of defending. There was a lot of blaming. There was a lot of judging, criticizing. All of that is negative emotion. And there's more. You know, I'd be irritated about someone being late or what, whatnot, some, something. Are you really cognizant of how much you are on the negative side? Now, we want to look at this with a very neutral stance. You don't need to knock yourself down or, or make yourself feel bad about this. The best thing that you could do would be to take an honest look and recognize, oh my goodness, there's so much going on in my thinking that is negative. And to own that and be honest about it. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So Hill goes on to say here in this chapter on the subconscious mind that you must speak its language, it the subconscious mind's language, or it will not heed your call. It understands best the language of emotion or feeling. Let us therefore describe here the seven major positive emotions and the seven major negative emotions so that you may draw upon the positives and avoid the negatives when giving instructions to your subconscious mind. Okay, so here we go. The seven positive emotions, the emotion of desire, the emotion of faith, the emotion of love, the emotion of sex, the emotion of enthusiasm, the emotion of romance, and the emotion, excuse me, the emotion of hope. There are other positive emotions, but these are the seven most powerful and the ones most commonly used in creative effort. Master these seven emotions. They can be mastered only by use and the other positive emotions will be at your command when you need them. Remember this connection that you are studying a book which is intended to help you develop a money consciousness by filling your mind with positive emotions. One does not become money conscious by filling one's mind with negative emotions. So lots of good juicy stuff here. You can master these seven emotions, but you do that through use. So how today are you going to increase your use of desire? What one way to get at this is to ask yourself, what am I denying myself? What am I saying I can't have, I can't want? What are you suppressing in terms of what you want and can you release that? Are you willing to, are you, are you going to? Claim your desires. The emotion of faith. Faith is believing in the unseen. How can you increase your faith today? How can you build faith? What could you have belief in that you have not yet seen, has not been made manifest. 
the emotion of love. How can you express more love today? How can you open your heart today? Facts, we just did the this whole chapter on the art of transmuting sexual energy. So you should be well aware of all the ways. But can you step into the your desire for sexual pleasure? Can you open to that today, not tomorrow, today? Enthusiasm. What are you excited about? Can you build your excitement? Where are you tamping down your excitement? Can you release that a little bit? Can you be more playful like a little kid who's excited about Christmas morning or excited about a birthday party or excited just to to go outside and play with the dog? Can you release more enthusiasm into your life? Romance. That's really a beautiful thing. Romance, wanting to, to, to have a romantic life. How could you bring more romance into your life, whether you are partnered with someone or not? You can bring it into your life by bringing beauty into your life, specialness, love and care, wooing yourself. And then the emotion of hope. Can you have hope? Can you just say, yes, I want that and not deny it and hope that it happens. That is a starter emotion. It's not a strategy, but it's a great way to start the engines going. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we just went over the seven major positive emotions yesterday. Today we are going over the seven major negative emotions. These are the emotions you want to avoid. They are fear, the emotion of fear, the emotion of jealousy, the emotion of hatred, the emotion of revenge, the emotion of superstition and the emotion of anger. So let's go through through these. Fear, this is a big one. There is so much fear in this world and we get into fear very easily. Just, just the idea of not being certain about something, taking a risk, having it fail, causes fear. There's lots of money fears. Am I gonna make enough money to, to pay my bills, to pay payroll, to do what I wanna do in life, to, to, to have a good life. There's lots of different kinds of fears. Am I good enough? That's a fear. Am I pretty enough? Am I smart enough? Am I gonna do a good enough job? All of those are fears. Think about what your fears are today. And without energizing it, write them down neutrally so that you can see them in the plain light of day and recognize them when they come up so you can choose differently. This is a powerful exercise. It's not about energizing them. In fact, when you don't call them up and get clarity on what your fears are and you just let them run rampant without acknowledging them with specificity, they actually have more energy than if you see them in the clear light of day and then are able to recognize them when they show up for you. Next up is the emotion of jealousy. What are you jealous of? Who are you jealous of? You can transform the emotion of jealousy very easily by recognizing that when you are jealous, 
of someone, there is something or, or of something, there is something in that that is calling you forward in yourself. It is asking you to become more, do more, to step forward, but you're resisting it. Step forward. That's a great solution that turns the jealousy around. Then it becomes a tool. The emotion of hatred. We all know what hatred is. It's, it's an icky feeling. Let that one go. The emotion of revenge also. Not, not something that you want to participate in. You must practice forgiveness and let go of things that you are holding on to. That's going to sap your energy. That's going to keep you from fully actualizing your potential. If you are using your energy on thinking about revenge, which is what happens when you're not truly forgiving someone else or something else, the emotion of greed that is, that is wanting more than you have given in value. That is, that is not, that's not how to call in more money. That is not it. The emotion of superstition. This is believing in things that are not based in truth. And it's a waste of energy. And it and it links up with fear very often. You know, black cats and walking under ladders and number 13s and all of that. It's giving away your power to things that just do not warrant having power. And then there's the emotion of anger. And there are lots of many emotions on under anger. You could put resentment and frustration, overwhelm under anger. So think about today. I know this is kind of heavy. Think about this stuff. Where are you holding on to negative emotions and can you let them go? Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So we are in the chapter on the subconscious mind and we are looking at the seven major positive emotions and seven major negative emotions. And Hill says positive and negative emotions cannot occupy the mind at the same time. Super important. It's an either or binary experience here. You're either in a negative state or a positive state one or the other. Okay. And you cannot hold a negative emotion if you are holding a positive one. You can't. It's either or, which is great because we can sacrifice the negative and fill it with the positive. And I know this might sound to some of you like, oh, that's just think a positive thought. How is that going to help? Well, it does. Okay. It's not the only thing you have to do. You also have to take action. But when you are feeling good and you are in a positive state of mind, you will take more action towards the things that you actually truly desire. Prove this out to yourself. As a scientist, experiment. Do you actually do more and get better results when you're in a bad negative state of mind or in a positive state of mind? I think we can all say that a positive state of mind helps that helps you act easier. You get so much more done. It frees up your energy. You're more creative. You see solutions. Things are easier. So this is really important. 
So positive and negative emotions cannot occupy the mind at the same time. One or the other must dominate. It is your responsibility to make sure that positive emotions constitute the dominating influence of your mind. This is up to you guys. Okay. It's not, it's not my responsibility for you to do that. I'm just sharing the information with you. You have to make the mental choice. And you have that power to choose. It is your responsibility, though, to choose. Here, the law of habit will come to your aid. Form the habit of applying and using positive emotions. Eventually, they will dominate your mind so completely that the negatives cannot enter it. Only by allowing these instructions literally, excuse me, only by following these instructions literally and continuously, can you gain control over your subconscious mind? The presence of a single negative in your conscious mind is sufficient to destroy all chances of constructive aid from your subconscious mind. So a few things to add here on this. You must follow these instructions, okay? And you must do it continuously. It's not a one-time thing. You don't just make the decision once or the choice once. You do it again and again and again and again. And that is called a habit and you build a habit of this. And once you build a habit of it, it becomes the, your predominant state. Not only will you be better able to influence your subconscious, not only will you be able to achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible, but you'll be happier because you will be in a positive state of mind the majority of the time. Now he says here, the presence of a single negative in your subconscious mind is sufficient to destroy all chances of constructive aid from your subconscious mind. I do not believe that one negative thought is going to destroy everything. I believe that it's cumulative. However, you can have a single negative thought that is a powerful one, one that is more powerful than the majority of your positive thoughts, something that really hooks you. And that can destroy all the work that you have done. So be vigilant here. Don't make yourself live in fear of this. That doesn't work. Then you're just uh, reinforcing the negative. But practice slowly, continuously, changing your negative thinking to something positive and constructive. For the bonus content of this episode, I wanna talk again about positive and negative emotions. And look at it from the perspective of a scientist. I want you to put your scientist hat on and do some personal experiments yourself to really get at the truth here. And don't just go Pollyanna-ish and put rose-colored glasses on and just say, everything's fine if I think positively that doesn't actually work. And in fact, most of the time when people do that, it is suppressing something. It is not really seeing the truth of the situation. It is just saying, I'm just going to think positively. Like I'm not going to look over here at this stuff that is blowing up in my business. I'm just going to think positively. That's not what we're talking about. That is not at all what we're talking about. That is deflection. That is not taking personal responsibility. That is not looking at the truth of a situation, what's really happening. That That is abdicating actually. And it, and it doesn't work. So that's not what we mean by positive thinking. What we mean by positive thinking is that when something 
is blowing up in your business, when something is blowing up in your life, because there will be challenges. That's, that's the way actually that life creates growth for us and calls us to a higher level, calls us to the next level in our own lives and businesses by putting something in front of us that we haven't dealt with yet and that might seem a bit challenging, so we need to learn how to deal with it. We have to learn how to grow from it. And it's in those places that it's required to take a positive slant or take a negative slant. So how do we know if we're thinking positively about something versus negatively about something? Well, you have to go to how it feels in your body. What does frustration feel like? What does irritation feel like? What does resentment feel like? What does overwhelm feel like? What does not taking personal responsibility feel like? What does being jealous or angry or in hate feel like? All of those feelings, you know what those feel like. They are connected to those thoughts. So if something is challenging in your life or your business and you are feeling blamey or victimy or um, resentful or irritated, you know that you are thinking something negative and it's in that moment that you have choice and that you need to actually look at what's going on and see what a new perspective on it could be. How could you look at this same situation from a different perspective and really look to see what could be drawn out of it that is positive and think about that, not in a way that suppresses what's not working. You might need to do a little problem solving, but you could say, wow, this is calling me to a higher level of problem solving. This is calling me to a higher level of creativity to figure this out. That would be a positive thought on something rather than, oh my God, how am I gonna ever figure this out? I don't know how to do this. That would that would cause a negative vibration or a negative feeling. So this is how to really shift your positive and negative emotions. And there's so much more to this, but start here by changing the way you think about the experiences that you're having right now. Okay, that's what I've got for you today. Rock it out, be unstoppable, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below or just head over to theunstoppablewoman.com slash mindset club. And as always, please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.